T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, final hour of the program. If you're just tuning in, talking about Jerry Jones and a Jarrett Bell column separating himself, at least publicly, supportive of Dan Snyder, the Washington owner, uh, at this point. And that would seemingly be another uh, thing where, you know, Jerry has been, you know, openly supportive of Dan. You know, I mean, you even saw it in the picture this year when they when they took a picture on the field at Texas Stadium, you know, it was kind of like once like family between those two. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry kind of looked like the uncle that was just kind of, oh, yeah, I'm here only because it's a family reunion and my wife dragged me here, <laughs> you know, type of. But Dan looked all googly moogly like, oh, Jerry. Oh, of course. Jerry, can I come and hang out? Dan, in your, when, when when I get kicked out, when I sell this. Horrible. Can I buy a minority share of the Cowboys? <laughs> right? Can I can I join you? I'll watch can, I'll, can I'll I pour anchor, your hey, Pepsi? I'll anchor the Cowboys London uh fanatic store. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> Dan will come Dan'll come out from behind the counter. <laughs> Cowboys jersey, Cowboys. At Wembley hat. Stadium, yeah. Dan'll be in a freaking canopy outside selling cowboy <laughs> jerseys. <Hey. laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't put that past Jerry and Dan. If look, if Dan can make oh, money man. doing that. Running a store, a merchandise store selling cowboy stuff, Dan'll do it. He's a smart businessman. Oh, he, he, he look, make it people nothing, like that know how to make money and they'll do what they'll do whatever they can to make the most money. Nothing would make me happier than seeing somehow Dan turn around and like do something like that or the second he he uh uh sells the team, he puts on a cowboy's hat. Nothing would just make. Wouldn't that be the ultimate troll job? I mean, a guy that professed his love for this franchise from the time he was a kid up until now. I mean, but that would be the way things work around here. Jerry, Jerry, putting out a press release. I'd like to introduce uh, the head of our London operations, uh, Daniel M. Snyder. (laughs) And, And then Dan could actually say. We finally have ourselves a quarterback. Oh, well, he would have a quarterback then. <laughs> Dak Prescott showed up last week for the Cowboys at the most uh, important time of the season. How ironic, by the way, before we get back into the calls here, how ironic is it that a team, we talk about how important your quarterback is, right? A team quarterbacked by Tom Brady is now talking about revamping its entire offensive coaching staff. Yes. How did we get here, Harry? But but I think part of that comes from a um when you struggle as poor as much as they did to run the ball and not only that but 
I know the analysts have pointed out, look, they're, you know, too bunched in their formations and what, you know, so I think it's, I think it was just a team, like people say, well, it's because Arians left. People say it's because of Rob Grund. I, I think it was just a combination of injuries, free agent affections, losses, what have you, retirement, the Antonio Brown mess. How about Bruce Arians moving us? How about Tom Brady is human and maybe did not have the exact same laser focus that he has had his entire NFL career? No doubt about it. No doubt. I mean, he missed two weeks of training camp. So Byron Leftwich and the offensive staff are going to take the fall for a beat up, injured offensive line and maybe a quarterback that's not that was not quite physically and or mentally all there every day. If you were the commanders, you have to interview Byron Leftwich, right? 100%. A DC native. At minimum, you have to you, look, Byron, help. Every time you interview a coordinator, okay, because they do homework on your team, mm-hmm. every time you interview a coordinator is an opportunity for Ron Rivera to get an outside opinion of what people right. think about their team, what right. they're doing. So. To me, I'd interview a ton of people. If anything, it's a fact-finding mission for me to find out what other people think of my football team. Not what I think of it, what other people think of it. And and maybe it's sponsors' thought about where they need to go with some personnel upgrades, maybe some other coaching upgrades uh, as well, though I think we're in complete agreement that wide receiver, running back position – uh, and I, I think under the circumstances, believe it or not, even though the production overall, because of how beat up the position was, no position on this team took more ravage than tight end and offensive line. Because I think they're intertwined with each other because they line up with each other a lot. Every one of the tight ends was hurt at some point mm-hmm. this year, whether in preseason or through the regular season. Every one of them. Every guy. Cole Turner missed valuable time. He's taken off in training camp. Oh, he looks like he could be Jordan Reed. Hamstring. Down for a while. Okay? Bates got hurt early. We know Logan Thomas was coming back from a knee. Armani Rogers showed the, a lot of promise early in the season because he was the only healthy guy. And then he got and hurt. And then he got hurt. So, you know, every dude was hurt. But every time you interview someone, it's a great opportunity to get an outside opinion, an independent opinion of what your team has, and to me, that helps you. Any piece of information you can get to help you, uh, I think, is is valuable here, especially because you've had a couple people already turned down. Respected people, Jim Caldwell, uh, Daryl Bevel, people that have done this for a while have turned you down for an interview. So maybe you want to, hey, why are people turning us down? Maybe I need to talk, we need to talk to some other well, people. Maybe, maybe you need to look in the mirror. I'm just saying. If, you, I, if you're wondering hey, that. Hey, Maybe maybe somebody in an interview has the balls to sit across from you and say, hey, you all did this, and the rest of the league yeah. thinks player X is no good. Yeah. Player it, B is no it, good. Here's the other thing real quick. Are they going to get a big-time offensive coordinator in Tampa with Tom Brady likely not to return? Likely not to return. And Todd Bowles being a bad start away from getting fired? Uh, or may, a bad hey, season away from getting similar fired. Similar situation Very that similar. goes on here. Very similar.
So I was, I was just wondering the same thing. Absolutely. Again, here you're not changing the whole coaching staff. Make no mistake about it. But you John Matsko's not going anywhere. Juan Castillo's not going anywhere. Here's what happens though, Chris. And this is where the minority coach gets basically, you know, clubbed from behind here, whether you like it or not. The minority coach is probably thinking, okay, this may be my one chance to be a coordinator and get things on tape as a coordinator that may be able to help me down the line. Is there risk involved? Absolutely. If you're coming here, your your risk is taking a what is amounts to a first-year quarterback in Sam Howe, turning him into NFL quality. And is that enough for me to keep my job here and keep my job with the you know keep the organization in place, especially with a new owner coming in? If you go to Tampa, you're likely trading for a Derek Carr. They they would be definitely in the Derek Carr market. Uh, I think going into the upcoming season or looking at a Jimmy Garoppolo, somebody they're not they're not. Look, I loved Kyle Trask in college. I don't think he's ready to be a pro quarterback in the limited duties I've seen, even in preseason. That's a high risk if they go uh, that route with a young quarterback. So they would definitely be, and Bowles would definitely be in the market for a veteran that could come in and play right away and help raise their level of play. Because look around that division. They won that division at 8-9. and nine. So they know any significant upgrade is going to help them have a better record hopefully next season. Mm-hmm. So that's the risk you run. And unfortunately, minority coordinators get put in this position where they have to take the risk because it might be the only opportunity that they get but if they come through for you they come through for you especially if they come through here for ron Mm -hmm. maybe it helps ron and this staff stay in place which would keep that coordinator in place and the more good work you do you hope that at some point you get a chance to be a head coach but as the eric b situation continues to show us here if you're the offensive coordinator and you do it you know it's you Okay, you're not in a situation where Bienemy has the shadow of Andy Reid over top of him that people are not buying what Eric Bienemy is providing to that offense mm-hmm. as something that he can take somewhere else and be a head coach. I mean, how many jobs has he interviewed without getting a head coaching position? That's got to be the one cloud that continues to hang over him. If you come here and do it, if you go to Tampa and do it because you're you're being the coordinator for a defensive-minded head coach, Chris, it's all your work. All your work is the offensive coordinator. They can't say, oh, it's, you know, well, Andy Reid's doing this. That's all your work. So that's where the risk has reward for people that would take that coordinator job in either Tampa or Washington right now. Let's get back to the phones. 301-230-0980. Let's go down to line six. Ron in Fort Washington heard my plight about the slapping contest. Ron, what's up, buddy? Well, I was just calling to get details of when and where that's going to take place. <laughs> I'm sure Chris would be a happy sport with that. Uh, you know, <laughs> it won't hurt too bad, because I saw that clip on online of that guy. His face did not look like he had been struck by just a, a flat hand. It looked like he had been Pummeled, uh, maybe jumped or something like that. His face was swollen. Ron, I'm going to find the clip. Ron, I'm going to find the clip of the two women where the girl hits her so hard that they have to help her up because it looks like she's been hit by a a Mack truck. I mean, and and I'm telling you, uh, I'm going to tweet it here. I'm going to find it and tweet it here in a couple minutes. It it is impressive how hard she clubs this girl upside her left cheek. 
Just like when yeah. the chick in the club tries to mess with your guy and you roll over and say, not on my watch, honey. Whack. There you go. All right, man. Ron, Thanks appreciate lot, man. it. I'm just calling the TV you guys. It. Appreciate Later. it, pal. Thanks, Ron. Let's go to line three. Mark's in land over hills. What's up, Mark? Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Chris. How's Hello, it going, guys? Mark, how are you? I'm fine as frogs here, Chris. Hey, man, I've been listening for waiting a while, and I told Matt when I called up, you were knee-deep in old uh, that gray-haired bugger down there in Dallas. And, man, you hit, hit, a, hit a note I, with me. And I, I, just, I love some of Mark's statements. <laughs> fine as a frog hair and gray hair. Hey, Chris, will you get ready to get a couple more? <sighs> just hold on to you. Man, I'm just going to tell you right now that, Chris, you're 100% right. Rooster, you hit the nail on the head. For, you know, I told Matt, man, that what you're talking about is a thing called common decency and civility. And it's reflective in all everything we do all throughout our lives. With me and Matt, you and the Minister of Fairness, and even those scoundrels that are rich enough to own NFL teams, and that's all I'll call them. But for anybody to think that their number one job, it's all about the money. Well, I'm going to tell you what, man. We need to go out and start turning over some rocks and we can find some more of those guys. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you right now that their, their number one job is not just about the money. They have a product that they're putting on the market. And that's why they product is the way and in the shape that it's in now with mediocrity. Mm-hmm. It shows. And they need to pay a little bit more attention about that. And for anybody to think that's not anybody around here that's a Redskins or whoever fan wants Snidely Riplash and T around here, man, they're dreaming. They're dreaming. They have showed their account of common decency and civility, which they lack. And hey, man. You guys are spot on again. Take care, fellas, and have a nice day. Right, Mark, appreciate thanks, Mark. it. And a mild upset, by the way. That's got to be the first time that Mark has called in, and Mark has called in probably over 100 times on the show. Top of the morning, Pete. Top of the morning, Chris. He didn't say top of the morning in a mild upset. How about that? Every time, his greeting is always top of the morning, and he didn't say it today. Fair point. Let's go to line line four. Junior is in Fort Meade. What's up, Junior? Good morning, fellas. Listen, Chris, uh, last night I went to go visit my grandson, and my son asked me a question. He said, Dad, why did you call Chris Russell stupid? I said, <laughs> I didn't call Chris Russell stupid. I said, I would, I, would, I, I would never do that. And he said, no, you did. I was like, so if I did, if it came across as me calling you stupid or dumb yesterday, I want to apologize for that, even though I think your take on that issue was dumb. Well, mean well I, I, appreciate dumb. Your, I appreciate your son, number one. So hopefully he's hearing this. Uh, number one, number two. I appreciate you uh, apologizing if you did offend me. If you did, I don't think you called me stupid, but you clearly made the inference that I'm a photo brain for thinking the way I do. No, I just because I think that one issue you had an opinion about was dumb doesn't mean I think you're a dumb person. I just don't think that was a very good take. Um, secondly, uh, I agree with you as far as the morality and of uh, people uh, not being money should be the first thing. The problem is that's the way the world works. I hate the fact that 
the NFL uses Nike and everybody has iPhones and all this other stuff. I know on the edges of everything in life, we have products that are made in not the best way. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But anybody who thinks that money's not going to be the first thing that is on the mind of any CEO of any major company, they are not running nonprofits. They're not running a charity. They are there to make money and they are there to make money for everybody who either works for them or who is invested in them. And that includes the NFL. So I don't know what anybody who thinks that money's not the top priority for any of these people should not be watching the NFL because you're obviously had never been involved in anything outside of a little bubble in your life because everything in this world runs on money. And it's a number one priority for every one of these owners in the NFL. It's a number one priority for Roger Goodell and everyone else at the league offices. And for anyone to think that they're, we're going to get an right. owner, whoever the next owner is, maybe. Junior, that could be yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing that Jerry shouldn't care about money or whatever. Uh, and appreciate you as always. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say Jerry's bad for thinking about money. Number one, it was such a naive statement because he's sitting here saying that the reason why they don't want to force Dan out and put pressure on Dan or whatever is because they're going to ruin the advertising market. They've already ruined it. I mean, again, it was a dumb, out-of-touch statement. Then on top of that, saying, hey, publicly, me, Jerry Jones, the number one thing I care about is making money in the Washington, D.C. market. Okay, that can be your but remember, your operation. Remember, Don't say that. Think about that. this though: the league. Remember, the league is a uh, Jerry is just saying the same thing about what. Remember, the league put Detroit, Cincinnati, Washington, uh, amongst others, on notice. Hey, your your crowds are down. We we need to pick this up because that money. Uh, other owners are complaining because that right. money is shared. We need you all to pick up your. Your pace a little bit, Detroit. Yes, because they play and they, and they all did. because they played better football. Sure. They played a very exciting brand of football this year, and thus their crowds picked up. Washington's numbers were more enhanced, and I'll tell you again because of how good Philadelphia, Dallas, and the Giants were. More of their fans showed up, and I do believe more Commanders fans showed up this year. Yes, there was a there was a rise in the number of Commanders fans, but again. Greatly enhanced again by your three division rivals being much better and showing up as well. But yes, I don't think it should overshadow the fact that yes, there were more Commanders fans in that stadium. But because of where it was, it's not really that noticeable yet because the overall numbers still aren't where they used to be at one right. point. With this franchise, oh, yeah, they're so, and the key they're is so low. the key is you need more maroon and white, black and gold to overshadow the colors of the other teams when they come in. That's the next step that lies ahead for the new owner and whoever's marketing it. Hopefully, they keep Jason and that group in place so that group has a fair canvas to try and do some work on. They're working in a severely I don't know. Right now, they're working in a slate that's almost impossible for them to implement some of the stuff they want to implement and get a significant uh, rise out of it. As I told you, Chris, the first game that this team plays with a new ownership, I will be shocked if that game is not sold out and predominantly with 
Washington football fans. I'll be shocked if that's not the case once they have new ownership. 301-230-0980. More of your calls next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Oh, man, our boy Teresh. Today in 2002, Chris, you know what you know what game it was? Today in 2002? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yes. Charles Woodson. Correct. Raiders. And if that game goes the way it should have in favor of the Raiders, mm-hmm. Gruden and Allen probably don't leave there for Tampa, and Bruce probably never ends up here, and maybe things are a little bit different. Who knows? Maybe Dan would have been able to hire a competent president of football operations and general managers through the years who may have ran his team a little bit better. Because if Dan wins more, if they'd have won more games, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about probably doesn't come to light. But if they light. stay in Oakland, either way, maybe Bruce, they win a championship either way, there, but, but I mean, eventually. But it doesn't matter. Either way, Bruce doesn't end up here. How, how do we how do Because we if get they win, that? if the Raiders win... Bruce probably stays there with the Raiders. Gruden probably stays there with the Raiders. He doesn't come here until 2010. Even doesn't if matter. they won in 2002, doesn't mean that in 2010 but they he wouldn't may, have been fired. They, Chris, if they win the Super Bowl. In 2002? Yes. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe that group stays together longer. Well, right. But by the end of the 2009 season, it's very possible that even if you want I mean, look at Mike McCarthy. What a I Super Bowl. Mean, I'm sure Dan probably. In Green Bay is held I'm as a sure, village idiot. I'm, I'm sure Dan put enough money on the table to make it lucrative for Bruce to come here. I mean, that's, A, yeah. one of the reasons why Bruce was able to come I here. I mean, Dan, remember, Bruce, at, Bruce didn't Dan, actually. Dan, was nev- Dan has never, ever been afraid to pay people. No, I understand that. But re- remember this. John won the Super Bowl in Tampa without Bruce. Bruce I, joined him that. after that, right? I'm aware of that. And then John was fired four years later. Mm-hmm. So I, just because you win a Super Bowl doesn't mean that, you know, 
I, I don't I'm know. Just saying, I, I don't maybe know if that I can make Raider that group, Maybe that Raider group would have stayed together maybe. longer. Maybe. Uh, and maybe they won more, and maybe Bruce never ends up here. Maybe somebody else does. I mean, that might I, have been able to pick better players. I've heard some. I, I've heard some things. You, that's that's about you know when John went to Oakland or mm-hmm. Oakland and went back to the Raiders. Like the big thing was is that he was going to hire Bruce and have Bruce run the show just like he did in mm-hmm. Tampa and just like he did in Oakland. That's not didn't what, happen, right? That, well, <laughs> it's not what John was telling people privately. Okay. 301-230-0980. Let's go to line two. Our man Jeff is in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? Pete, when you walk in the bowling alley, do you grab a hot dog off that rolling machine? <laughs> you Those know, are the best hot dogs in the world. Oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, there uh, for years, you know, 7-Eleven had them on the roller. But you're right. That specific machine that they use in the bowling alley is so different and so unique. And at the time you're eating it, it tastes great. Why is it so different and so unique? Because it's not on uh, the wide roller like a 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. They have it on like this like thin metal thing just kind of turning over. Like um, hmm. like there's probably five to six, maybe eight, if it, depending on how big it is. I would have to visualize this to see I'll what take, you guys I'm what, going, what you Kelly, as a match today in okay. Annapolis. Uh, so if you're in the area at Annapolis Bowl and you want to support some kids... Uh, I'm going to the Unified Bowling Match in Annapolis this afternoon before I go to Rosecroft tonight. If they, and I'm pretty sure they have one there. I'll take a picture of it and okay. show you. Right. Big big shout out to Kelly. And um, one one thing to add on the Bengals and Mike Brown not spending any money, Pete. There was a long time when every league owner vote was 31 to one, and there was one team that voted against every league proposal. Right, for about it was 10 Mike. Years. It was the Bengals. You know. Yep. It was and, the Bengals. And now his daughter and son-in-law and her daughters are in charge, and it's a whole new day, definitely. They so. like winning, though, right? That, that, they, they, they like winning. That, that, feeling well, it, of, that feeling of euphoria that you get winning and making a lot of money, is, 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 that's a pretty good feeling. <laughs> I'd, like to, it, I'd like to replicate that over and over again, you know? It, it never hurts to have Joe Burrow fall into your lap, that's for sure. But that goes um, back, Hey, Jeff, but that goes back to what I say all the time. Just like that, what has happened to the Wizards? When you suck and you give up, you have the number one pick. You're praying that it's a Joe Burrow. You're praying like the Capitals right. got Alexander Ovechkin. You know, right. sometimes it's not those players though, and that that's that's unfortunately you don't get the same uh, you get the same production that Cincinnati is getting out of Joe Burrow right now as a result of that. Yeah, a couple of quick things on Tampa. I think Leftwich is obviously going to get hired somewhere pretty quickly. And I hope maybe this means that Tom Brady just invests in Cougars Gone Wild instead of Girls Gone Wild and rides off in the sunset, and we don't have to hear about him anymore. <laughs> you, 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 and my, you and my good friend Lila Beal, man, I've never – two people that just detest Tom Brady uh, to the nth degree. And, and I, I, I is was, it because I was, he wins a lot, Jeff? Is that why? No, I re- I respect the hell out of the guy, but I just can't – him, Jeter, uh, I respect all those guys for all the greatness they do, but I just can't root for him. Is it because you know, Jeter it makes, is sexy? No, it's because Jeter is one of the most overrated shortstops in the history of Major League Baseball. Mm, that's a hell you of a discussion his, one day. You look up his defensive metrics against any – I, I know, I know. Analytically, yes, I know. But 
Derek Jeter is one of the guys that the eye test tells me affects winning in a positive way. I know. I know. He made the play in Oakland, and he dove in the stands at Yankee Stadium and busted up his face. Well, he did more. Good, I mean, job. to be fair to Derek Jeter, he did more than that, Jeff. I mean, defensively, Chris. Defensively. Well, defensively, yes. Yes, fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, Are you going so, to Buffalo, man? Uh, my old man back is telling me that I've been on enough plane rides and strange beds for a while. No, I, I, I will not be going. No offense to your home area, Chris. I'd love to go. Um, I might go to Kansas City once we win. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I, did, I don't blame you for taking the weekend off. That is a great atmosphere. Though, did you see, by the way, that the Grader's ice cream truck is going? Did you? They were in L.A. last year. Yeah, they just re, saw, they just I, tweeted me. They they liked my tweet about. They said, "What flavor yeah. should we take?" I said, "Of course, raspberry chocolate chip." So the flavor of the month this month is coconut chocolate almond chip. I, I know almond joys are huge. There's either a yes or no on that. Yeah. But in the last two weeks, when I've been home, I've probably eaten about three pints of coconut almond chip. Jeez. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate coconut almond chip. <laughs> I mean, you're so, all, you, maybe your old man back is hurting because of that as opposed to well, the, being on too many planes. It, 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 it could be. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing I was thinking of today is all these people, you know, people in Cincinnati are outraged because they've started selling the tickets for Atlanta for, you know, Kansas City and Buffalo. Like, oh, how are you, you going to be sure they're going to win? And, you know, my experience with Ticketmaster is you ask for a refund from those guys if that game doesn't get played, guess what they don't refund? The fees. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. And there's oh, a yeah. lot of money in those oh, now, pal. Oh, yeah. Good point, oh, yeah. On, so, good point on that. All right, the, guys, get, appreciate, appreciate you, Jeff. Jeff. That's another thing. If you can think of another way, if you could come up with another ticketing service that doesn't you know, mug the fan. TickPick.com does not charge service fees. See, then if I'm every team, I align with them or something because I got to get away from people that are get. I got to get away from services that are mugging customers. The tickets for each entertainer or the tickets for each game are expensive enough as it is. You know that's one of the things that drive me absolutely 100%. I'm with you 100%. The the fees, the the insane fees that have nothing to do with the teams. Yep. Okay. The, those fees have nothing to do with the teams. But the teams allow well, that the teams, to also... The teams align themselves yeah. with the ticket right. distributor that does that. And if they really wanted to put pressure on, hey, you know... Like, I would have to look up what Philly... Philly has its own ticketing situation. I'd have to look up what they do with the Eagles to see what kind of fees are attached to those. Hmm. Um because okay. that, that well, I'll, I'll look that up just to see. Let's go to line five. Dave's in Woodbridge. What's up, Dave? Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hey Dave, today? how are you? Uh, top of the morning to you, Chris. <laughs> now you got it. <laughs> I love Dave, it. Dave's been listening. I love it. Yeah, I've been listening. Hey, um, I, I, I want to go a different direction uh, this morning. Uh, I know that uh, everybody was impressed with the last quarterback. The that the last game and how the quarterback played. I'm not. Uh, I I think that the team just went out there and, you know, just rallied behind him. But here's my thing. The new ownership, they're not going to do anything this year. So we're two years away from from having a a, a quality quarterback, even though if you put uh, a man out on the field and he does okay – 
I don't like the fact that you still got Carson's money tied up into that. And I don't know what they're going to do with Taylor. I would keep him because I think he's a winner in some sort. He doesn't have all the physical skills, but he's a winner. So I'm thinking this way. Lamar Jackson, is un- he's, he's really upset that he's not getting paid. He's just looking at what Cleveland did. Nobody wants to do that. But if you could come up with uh, a trade with Baltimore, some sort of uh, compensation for Lamar, there's your there's your answer. But it's not going to happen this year. Well, and maybe Lamar might maybe Lamar might not be around next year. I'm not looking at David Carr. I'm not looking at those other guys. I'm looking at a dynamic guy. So, come yeah, in but you're and, but you're saying move. that that Lamar would have to stay in Baltimore as a free agent under the presumably franchise tag exactly. in order in order to be then available next year as either exactly. a free as a free agent presumably right exactly See, here's my what I'm saying. yeah here's my problem I like Lamar. I'm not the biggest Lamar fan because I don't think he's ever going to stay healthy. I've been on that. Plus, I don't think he's a great passer. Um, he's 63. He's somewhere between 63 and 68 percent. Yeah, but 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 he he's a very good passer in the red zone where teams are deathly afraid of his legs. He's not a great passer outside the numbers. Um, in all the metrics and just when you watch okay that that that's that's one thing but the other thing okay. that now people have come around to is and I've been screaming about this his style which is so electric so great is just again conducive to his body breaking down and if you're not a great passer if you're not a great passer a Tom Brady a Drew Brees, a Justin mm-hmm. Herbert type. Um, if you're mm-hmm. not a great passer, eventually that catches up to you, A, via health, or B, by having to do too much with your arm and your passing skills because you don't no longer have the same explosiveness or destructive ability in a good way via your legs, if that makes I will sense. Give you, I, will, I will give you that uh, uh, on this condition and and and, and – we had a guy like that here in Washington a few years back, yeah. RG3. Yeah. Okay, but, but here's the thing. Lamar's a better passer than think, Robert. Oh, oh, I know that. I don't believe that he is as hurt as he is playing this uh, this game with right. Baltimore right okay, now. Okay, from that money. standpoint, though, I don't though, think hey, he's as hurt because would that, his, his would, injury. Dave, would that disturb you, though, that he took that tact with his team in the playoffs? Not like the Ravens were 6-11. and 11. Uh, no, it and, wouldn't disturb me. I'm gonna tell you why. Here, here's a guy they could have wrapped up uh, uh, when he won the MVP. They could have wrapped him up then. When that's when they could have made him, uh, you know, renegotiated that contract. They could have made him uh, happy then, and he would have been happy because then you wouldn't have had no uh, uh, contracts that came out like like Cleveland did. Here's the other thing. Uh, now that 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 you you said what you said about him being hurt, he's a big, tough dude, man. <laughs> he's more like a running back. Well, yeah, than, I mean, he definitely. Than, I mean, he but, but he absorbs and is, delivers contact. There's no doubt about it. But that's again, what I'm saying, but I I do believe that if you look at if you put the the people around him, look at how Andrews uh, when he throws Andrews, 
75 to 80 percent of his passes are going to Andrews, and he's catching most of them. And I'll grant you, they're not 30 yards down the field, but but if you got uh, linebackers who've got to respect the fact that Lamar might run, they're going to stay up. And then you got, let's just say he was in Washington, and you've got Logan, and you've got Terry, and you've got Jahan. Hey, you got to respect all of that. So you you got to say to yourself, uh, would he be a great fit? I think he would be a, a, a wonderful fit, and I think he would get, uh, if you got to the playoff like you got this year, I don't think you'd have had what you had. That's just what I'm saying. That's how I see it. Appreciate you, man. Uh, and, thanks and for hanging in there. And certainly he fits the bill because of the plays he'll make in the run game will likely, A, get you first downs, extend drives, possess the ball. But you, every time he runs, though, now, after the way the last two seasons have gone, and as Lamar has told us this was a grade two nearly a grade three grade three would be the complete tear this is two years in a row that he's not been available to his team down the stretch of a season that would definitely have to play into my thought process you're you're having to you're having to have your physical your doctors really look at him and and give you the okay that we don't think there's a high probability of re-injuring again. Because if you're going to make that kind of financial commitment to somebody, you want to make sure that that player is available. Yeah, but how do they do that? And look, that's where that's why he is such a fascinating case this offseason. Because the strength of his skill set and, you know, I mean, it's... I. <laughs> I think it's I, he's a fascinating case this offseason. He's beyond fascinating. Just to clean up one thing, they couldn't give him an extension at, directly after the MVP year in 2019 because that was only year two right. in the league. You have to be in the league for three years Correct. before a team can negotiate yep. an extension. They yep. could have done it after 2020, but they didn't. How about this? Wes Phillips, by the way, turns down an opportunity to interview with the Chargers. He's going to stay with the Vikings. Former, another former Washington offensive guy. Turns down the opportunity to go to the Chargers and work with Justin Herbert to stay with the Vikings and work with Kirk. That's interesting because Staley was on that Rams staff that mm-hmm. Wes was a part of. Correct. I will tell you this just from talking to Wes in at FedEx Field, he, him and his family really, really, really liked the Minneapolis-St. Well, Paul you can live You can live a little cheaper in Minnesota than yeah. you can Los Angeles. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Let's go to Matt in Fairfax. Matt, you get the last word today. What's up, buddy? Oh, my gosh. Did, did I just hear the last word? You get the last word. You beat Pauly, which automatically makes you a conquering hero. <laughs> Wahoo. Now, look, I'm literally, I'm trying to get off of speakerphone, and it's just not responding. Am I okay? You're fine. Yeah, go you're ahead. Fine. You're, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, look, there, there are so many moving parts. And, and what Washington has going on now because of the sale. Like, you know, if, de- if, if there's an announcement this afternoon that so-and-so has won the bidding and is buying the team and, like, that gets approved, you know, in the owner's next meeting, then all of a sudden everything starts happening a lot sooner. And, you know, maybe we haven't even hired whoever we're going to hire yet. And, you know, the new owner, I guess, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, fill me in, but he can kind of do anything he wants, and I think, in terms of, like, 
letting staff go and assembling what he wants. And, and then the longer this thing drags out, if the sale doesn't go down until the end of the summer, you know, or some later date, then the new owner is kind of stuck with what he's got for a little while. So, you know, it, when the sale goes down has huge implications on, like, I, I would think, on who ends up here and who doesn't. Uh, in the meantime, um, I think the the one the one bright spot of the Carson Wentz acquisition is the fact that we can simply let him go now and don't owe him a dime. So I'm pretty sure that's true. So that leaves us the money we need. The last thing I want to do right now is take on a bit, another big money quarterback. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we need the money for other things. It, is, it is true. So, Car- cutting Carson costs nothing. That's right. So, except the already, all that, you know, except what they've already paid. Okay. And I appreciate the back and forth you guys offer when callers call in. Uh, it's like I can have a conversation with you guys, and it's really great. So just as an aside, I appreciate well, that. Well, we appreciate so, you, Matt. That's thanks, very Matt. kind of you. Feel free to call in anytime. 301-230-0980. Dumb Dumb of the Day is right around the corner right now. Chris tells us what's trending. All right, the Bucks have fired D.C. native and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Of course, he had a lot of success with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. This year, not so much. 25th in points scored for Tampa Bay, a disappointing end to their season on Monday night in a blowout loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Bucks also expected to make significant changes to their offensive coaching staff as well. Could he be a candidate for the Washington Commanders? Offensive coordinator position, we will see. Right now, Charles London, the Atlanta quarterbacks coach, interviewing with Ron Rivera and Washington Brass. Meanwhile, the commanders could play internationally next year, but only one opportunity, and that would be against the New England Patriots in Germany. The league announcing the five teams that will host games, if you will, in uh, the overseas international matchup, Titans, Bills in London, the Titans and Bills, I should say, hosting separate games, the Jaguars at Wembley, and the Chiefs and the Patriots in Germany. Again, the Commanders only have the Patriots on their schedule. Jennifer King, Ryan Kerrigan, Travell Wharton, and Ben Jacobs, all assistant coaches under Ron Rivera with the Commanders, going to participate as part of the coaching staffs for the upcoming Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, and Live Golf Tour announces its official deal with the CW network and that's what's trending. More offensive coordinator news. Testudo Times reporting that Maryland offensive coordinator Dan Enos leaving the Terps to go to Russell's Arkansas Razorbacks in the same position. Oh, well, that's because Kendall Bryles is leaving for TCU. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that means for my guy, Mark who we had on. Maybe it helps him move up on the staff. You never know. Because Garrett I, Riley left TCU right. to go to Clemson. But I'm, I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is I think, I think they would be going all to TCU. Might be. Right? Might be. Interesting. All right, I got to make a call on that. Um, By the way, in case you didn't know, uh, Matt, always thinking ahead, 
That was uh, Paul McCartney, backseat of my car. <clears throat> and it, you'll see why. In is just that a perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, what today's dumb dumb of the day has taken place? It's time for dumb dumb of the day on Russell and Medhurst. Hmm, maybe, just maybe. What do you think you would do if you were a New York City police officer? And you were uh, assigned to the 79th precinct in Bedford Stuyvesant, and you were on duty. Well, you're you're a New York guy. Where is Bedford Stuyvesant? Eh, part of Brooklyn. Okay, Brooklyn area. Mm-hmm. What do you think you would do? Think you'd be on patrol? You'd think you'd be well, like, doing if, your job? Yeah, I mean, if that's where I if that was that's what usually policemen do. They patrol. Mm-hmm. They respond to calls yeah. for help, especially at 1:30 in the morning, right? That's usually a time where a lot of calls for help come in. Yeah, Dateline uh, Bedford Stein, uh, Dateline New York. Uh, apparently on Tuesday at about 1.30 a.m. in the morning, a male caller to the 911 line uh, hears uh, reportedly a woman screaming in a parking lot where police officers park their vehicle at, according to the 911 report. <clears throat> The report goes on to say that the male caller couldn't identify what color vehicle the screaming was coming from. So police officers, of course, said, hmm, somebody might be in trouble, right? We're going to have to go and check this out. It's usually they, what happens when people are screaming at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, they investigated. And they found the cops, <clears throat> a man, mm-hmm. a male cop, mm-hmm. and a female cop. Mm, I know where this is going. In the same car. Oh, I know where this is going. In the lot. This is exciting. And they were. Yes. Getting jiggy with yes. it. Yes. Let's rock. Pistols were fired. Oh, that's what he was saying, baby. He was saying that. I'm the board, baby. He was, he was just getting a little late night pistol range action in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so they, Pow. <laughs> so they found uh, the unidentified cops mm. uh, as uh, having a little sexual yes. Uh, yes. Uh, investigation of their own a sort. A little rendezvous. And you would have thought that um, these two police officers would have said, ah, you know, maybe not a good idea because earlier this month, two NYPD police recruits. I'm giving my man a lot of credit because he's making the he's making her make some noise in the backseat. The two recruits earlier this month <laughs> were suspended for having sex, not in a car, but in a bathroom. Oh! It's an orgy in the yes, it is, Robert. <laughs> yes, it is, Robert. So, I would say this. Listen, there is nothing wrong with People enjoying extracurricular activities. Okay? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Mm. Probably not a great idea if you're on duty and you're a cop in New York City to be boinking in the backseat of your car at 1.30 in the morning. booty. <laughs> on duty booty. That's <laughs> that. That. Congratulations, you two. A Oops. new reality show, On Duty Booty. Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. I'm your oh, host, Chris Russell, oh, and it's time for another version of <laughs> On Duty Booty. Today, we go to Brooklyn, New York, where <laughs> Officer Sam Jones was looking for a little pistol range action at 1.30 in the morning in the backseat of a police cruiser. And we know he found it. 
as the sounds of love. Maybe your guy Peter North oh, became a police officer. Maybe huh? they were doing a little. Maybe they were doing a little role play for a reality show. Yes. She was investigating you know, the they North get, Pole. Look, look, they get you know they get football players to come out and you know shoot commercials for yeah. like Under Armour or whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they needed two real cops to come out and do a little right. little pistols firing action. But the, the the best part about this is still being lost. That the guy that triggered the nine one one calls because he heard a woman screaming. She was screaming because. She was in Shangri-La, as our friend the Grease Man would say. Shangri-La. She was loving it. She was loving life. I mean, that's the best part of this. Yes. What triggered I'm saying. The, what triggered the investigation? That pistol. Was because she was howling at the moon. That pistol was hitting the target. That's what was happening, my friend. It was hitting the target. That'll do it for us. The great Doc Walker and Liddell Willingham coming up. Burgundy and gold today. Up next right here. On the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.